way you look at things, the things you look at change. What exists, reality itself, is gorgeous. It is the plenum, the fullness of total joy. The universe is a celebration. It's a firework show to celebrate that existence is. Wow, we. For those of us seeking a life of meaning and purpose, capturing fulfillment in every moment of now, seeking the truth of our reality so we can live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Hugh Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every day. Are you living party killing time? What's going on, everybody? I am finally back from my summertime adventures. I am back in the studio a little bit more refreshed than I was before I left. Uh, a little bit more suntan, I think, too, before I left. Um, definitely a little bit more, I think, evolved as a person than I was the last time I was on the microphone. And I, I took some time this summer to really unpack some stuff that was going on, some changes that have been uh, moving through and shifting in my world it's been going on for quite some time, and it was quite uh, important to me to make sure that I dedicated some undivided attention to the entire situation. And, you know, I focused a lot on that and as well as the whole life experience part of living, right? I, you know, I'm out there and preaching that kind of stuff to everybody on the show. And this is one time of year that I have the opportunity to really dedicate myself towards just recreation and relaxation and enjoyment. And uh, I want to make sure I immerse myself completely in that. And, you know, especially over the course of the last few years, I made sure that I was always doing something while I was on vacation, you know, since I you know, birthed this podcast, um, while I actually came up with the concepts of it when I was on vacation one year and started to work on some of the first details of it. Uh, and while I was on vacation the last few years, I was always keeping something moving forward. So throughout this show's entire existence, I was moving the ball forward during those times when I really should have been buckling down and focusing more on just the relaxation and myself and, and family and stuff like that. So this time around, especially with everything that was going on, um, I had to make sure that I was just taking the time out to just be present and enjoy a state of being rather than a state of doing like we always talk about, uh, which I feel is pretty much one of the most important things that we can do in our lives, especially for life enjoyment purposes. Uh, you know, I've been on that realm of thinking for such a long time now, and it has just become so much more of an emphasized part of my life. It's just been um, something that I dedicated myself to. And just making sure that I'm in those experiences. And uh, because I've done that, it, it just these experiences have, have been unparalleled in my life this far. Just really being in a state of presence through it all. And, you know, it's the main focus of this whole podcast, right? We're talking about helping, uh, you know, helping people and, and enjoy their life a lot more. And basically the power in becoming very self-aware and being aware of the experiences that are going on in your life and being that kind of person. Because that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, being someone that was more focused on experiences and connections is something that was my main message when I wanted to start this show. So that's what I'm communicating to you all through setting that example for everybody else, balancing out the being with the doing. Um, and throughout all of that also, 
the changes that are constantly coming up in our lives. You know, you hear that cliche tagline all the time that change is the only constant. But unfortunately, it is so true. It is one of the most truest of those cliche taglines that are out there, the self-improvement, the philosophical concepts that are out there. It's one of the ones that is probably the truest of them all. And, you know, we hear it all over, over and over again from so many different people. But do we really understand what that really means? That change is the only constant and that it's going to show up and it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Even though we hear it over and over again, we still don't sort of grasp that concept. When I think it does sink in, I think it, it will ultimately help us when the changes do come up because we're prepared for them a little bit more. You know, we know that they're going to come up and we can kind of recognize when it is that season although change is always happening there are certain periods of life where it's a drastic change and we kind of call that a season of change and although they're they're never predictable um those times can show up anytime they can show up in a drastic scale or a minor scale but whenever they do show up you can prepare for them by basically expecting that they're going to show up and just know that they're right around the corner pretty much at any given time. And when they do show up, no matter how pleasurable or painful they are, it's going to lead to a new version of you and a new way of life when it's all done. And usually that leads to a stronger, better version of you, no matter how hard the times can be when those changes do come about. Because some of them, um, you know, they may not necessarily be something that you wanted, to tell you the truth. And this summer, it was pretty much that for me. It was not one of those pleasant changing periods because those we tend to just glaze right over. We don't really notice them because it's like, hey, this thing happened. It was great. It's the tough ones that usually stick out for us. And we notice those when we're, we're talking back, you know, about the past and we're looking at years past. We'll usually remember those tough periods of growth and change in certain years. You know, I talk about certain years that were tough for me all the time, 2011, 2017. Those are two of the worst ones I've had. Um, and a lot of people that will come on the show, they remember those years. They're pretty unforgettable. Uh, but, you know, I, I really found that it might upend your life and things might be completely unpleasant through some of those really tough changes. But when you add the resistance to them, it tends to make them even tougher. It tends to drag them out even longer. And if you choose to add that resistance, it pretty much just is going to guarantee it's going to make it all worse. So we have to do our life when those changes come up. We have to do life in a way that's going to basically bring better grace to the entire situation and identifying when those times have arisen and steer the ship through the storm is pretty much what it's all about. So being ready for the changes and identifying them is pretty much where I was this summer. I was able to identify that something was going on and I had to immerse myself in it. And you know, that's what I always end up doing in the course of the show is talk about things that are bubbling up in my life. And I actually had a couple episodes lined up to release while I was on vacation. But in the midst of it all, I just kind of put the brakes and said, you know what? This is one of those very important things, something that I've been predicting was going to bubble up eventually um, that I had to immerse myself in. So completely cutting out almost everything, did a few social media things here and there, but really dedicated myself to what was going on. And this was a big one. And it was, it was wrapping up life for about a month. Um, you know, and it involved not just me, but some changes involving my wife and my son as well. It was kind of just a group collective, this period of change for everybody all at the same time. And, you know, and one piece I can give to you all, um, you know, everybody who 
would consider themselves a high achiever, a high go-getter type person who's who's out there trying to just do all sorts of stuff, manifest things in life, get the job done, bucket list type stuff. A piece of advice that I'll give you that a lot of mega successful people probably won't, at least the people who are successful on the surface, like, you know, I always use poor Elon Musk. I always, I always pick on him all the time, but you know, he's successful on the surface. He's got all these, you know, billions of dollars. He's got all these successful companies and everything. But I mean, you look at the guy and you can tell that, you know, he doesn't get out that much. They, they, paparazzi pictures of him. He's as white as a sheet of paper. Like he doesn't see the light of day very often. And I think he's divorced like three times. And there's stories of how he sleeps at work. Like, yes, on one side, you have this admirable portion of him. But then on the other side, there's things where he's lacking. And I feel like there's a lot of other people out there, too, who are lacking in some areas that are at least very important to me. So from my perspective, I'll give you all a piece of advice that you likely won't get from some of those people who are just grinding it out and paying the price uh, at all the time uh, at all times. And it's a price that um, I don't know, I guess I'm no longer willing to pay. And that's to miss out on the big things in your life, those momentous milestones in your life, the the big changes the big things that if you're too busy paying attention to something over here you're going to miss what's happening over here and then when the years go by and time passes you by you look back and say man that thing i added value to that caused me to miss this other thing now in hindsight wasn't worth it and i don't know in my own opinion if you were able to put the brakes on your life at those points i know that when i've made those mistakes in the past where I made a mistake and then I looked back on that entire time period. I was like, man, how did I actually do that? Why did I value my job over my health? Or why did I value a career or this goal that I was trying to hit over the value of spending time with my family, right? Like it just, it didn't make sense to me after I went through the lesson. And so what I try to do is at least save people that painful part of the process so you don't have to experience it yourself. Take it from me. When things get hectic and busy, you have to constantly reevaluate your life and look back in the moment and see if the decisions you're making are ones that you're going to value when you get older. And it goes for so much stuff. But, you know, in my own personal opinion, don't let some of those momentous things in life pass you by because once they're gone, they're gone. And sometimes you don't get a second chance to redo them. Sometimes you can let things go so far out of whack that the damage has been done and you can't go back on them. So I try to identify it ahead of time. You know, as a real hustler, real leader, real go-getter, somebody who values what they can get done, but then also values all these things on the other side as well. And I think the real leaders out there will share the same thing with you, people who are you know really self-aware of everything they do in their own lives. You need to really make sure that you're paying attention to what it is that really makes you happy because eventually you're going to take a stock of your life, whether that's on your deathbed or maybe hopefully, but way before your deathbed, but you'll take stock and look back and you just don't want to look back in those areas with regret. Um, you know, family is a big, big, important thing to me. So I make sure that I look at, uh, my family first and, um, that's what's important to me. The thing is with other people, if career is big for you, uh, then you go get it. Like if that's your thing, you go ahead and dedicate yourself to your career. There's nothing wrong with that. Just a lot of people out there who are in the midst of careers and building a life and everything, they have their family. 
And oftentimes they will put their family on the back burner and just, I'm here to say just my public service announcement. That was one thing that I did have as a regret for a certain time period. And it's not one that I would ever make again. Uh, family is very important to me. I mean, you guys can get that from, from how much I ramble on about it. Um, I didn't have the traditional family when I was a kid, you know, and on top of that, in, in my adult life, I made mistakes where I came pretty close to losing what I have as a family unit. So, you know, that would have definitely uh, impacted how my life has ended up to this day because it was a dream that I had from the time as I was a kid to have a family like the one we have made now. So um, take it from me, make, make, make your life and your self-awareness a priority um, because for some crazy reason, it takes something like losing something or getting to the near point of losing something for us to almost realize its value. I mean, even with life in general, I guess I had to come to the brink of a life-threatening disease for me to actually take stock and become more self-aware of me, my life, my actions, and everything. And I just tell you, the, the whole purpose of me wanting to do this podcast is just to make sure I got the message out there so that you didn't have to have one of those drastic life circumstances for you to pay attention to your life. So anyways, my public service announcement for, for everybody out there. But anyways, our our changes that came up this summer, um, you know, I was so focused on them that, uh, you know, I made sure that I put everything else aside, you know, trying to cut out the outside world because I realized this is one of those times, Heath, like this is one of those ones where you need to get focused. You got to figure this thing out. You've got to, you know, you'll get through whatever it is and you're going to be able to focus on it all and process it a hell of a lot quicker. Um, because I was basically losing one of my favorite pieces of my life. One of the most favorite pieces I ever had, or at least the, one of my most favorite pieces of the current life version that I had at this point, because who knows how great things are going to get in the future, you know? Um, but anyways, you know, in, instead of prolonging that process and stretching it out, like we tend to do and giving the resistance to it, I made sure that, uh, you know, it, it didn't do take the root of like running on a sprained ankle. You know, you'll you'll go and nurse an injury forever and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse until you're stopped dead in your tracks and you have to take a break to let whatever it is heal. And then, you know, that whole time you were in a half capacity because you couldn't even run the pace that you normally wanted to run. Then you're injured anyways, and you have to take an even longer break to recover. But if you would have just stopped when the pain started, treated it, and been better, the whole process was done and over with quicker instead of limping all the way through it. And I felt like if, like I have in the past, if I would have taken that route, this thing was going to be so much more painful and dragged on so much longer. Um, and the summertime is really when I just, I, I get to cut loose. I enjoy myself. I love the warm weather. Um, I'm out there in the sun and, and having adventures all the time. So I didn't want to wreck what's a very limited part of the year. Uh, you know, in the midst of those winters, we're dreaming of this time period all year. I want to make sure that I was moving through this whole thing and uh, enjoying myself as quick as I could. So um, made sure that when the change popped up, I recognized it and said, Heath, this is it. Put everything else aside and uh, and move through it. So changes is always going to be there with us you know and sometimes we can just roll with it and uh and process it quicker or we can have it stop us dead in our tracks and then we have to find a way to navigate and sometimes when we navigate around it it just takes us longer and if we just powered through the whole thing and, and took the obstacle straight on we get ourselves back on the tracks and you know those sticking points uh, are far behind us and we can just power on and keep moving forward and it all um, but yeah, change is, change is necessary. Change is inevitable, but through it all life goes on. 
And that's the subject of today's episode. Uh, but before we get started, before we dive in too deep, I just wanted to read a couple of messages and reviews that I've gotten over this little mini break that I took mid-season. Um, and I'll say, everybody, thank you for the patience for these these breaks that we've had over the few years. One of the great things that's that's happened in the course of the past few months was that a lot of loose ends have been let go to pave the way for this podcast to get much bigger because it is getting bigger. And uh, if anything, it's been through, I guess, more more interaction and it will get, keep getting bigger through consistency and stuff. And that's uh, that's pretty much all you can do is identify where you can keep moving and advancing in life and uh, and take those actions. And I have identified that social media was a necessary beast that I had to embrace and I've tried to see the positive in it rather than the negative. So um, I've been a little bit more active on social media, embraced it a little bit. So in the absence of me doing episodes, I have been a little more active on social media. Uh, it's got its good and its bad quality. So I'm trying to focus on the good one. You know, it's everything's got its good and its bad. You can drink too much water and literally die from it. Um, and it's a necessary lifeblood at the same time for every human being on the planet. So just like social media and, you know, it's not absolutely necessary, but it's there. So I'm embracing that beast. Um, but so yeah, if you're not following us on, on all the socials, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Rumble, pretty much like everywhere and every single place you can find podcasts. We are now on iHeartRadio, Pandora and Apple music, some of the big hitters. So, um, check us out wherever and wherever you're listening, leave us the comments, the reviews. Um, Apple podcast is one of the best places you can leave one of these reviews. We see those ones very often and about 80% of our listeners come from Apple podcasts. So it is the best place to leave us a review. And, uh, you know, with 3 million podcasts out there in the world, it's really, really tough to stand out, especially if you're not some sort of a celebrity or uh, have a big thing going for you already. You're starting from the bottom and you're working your way up. And we're lucky to be in the top 3% in the world. It's crazy, some of our statistics. So thank you all for helping us get there because it's through your um, listenership and sharing and uh, spreading the word about this that gets it in front of other people. So please continue to do it. This particular review I'm going to read here, this one is from someone calling themselves KJ Traveling 99 and this was a five-star review titled Transformational. And it says, I really appreciate Heath's readings and insight related to Eckhart Tolle and the power of now. I'm not usually a fan of audiobooks, but I found the readings to be super helpful and enlightening. Thank you, Heath and Eckhart, for your gifts, for sharing your gifts. So, yeah, thank you. Um, I really appreciate the review and yeah, those early episodes with the power of now, those always uh, seem to resonate with people. They, they get more plays even now than some of the more uh, recent episodes. People listen, must re-listen to those over and over again. But it's an amazing book. Um, and it was what really helped break us out in front of the first few thousand listeners that we got. Um, and it was a great piece of exposure on top of it being a really great learning lesson for, for not only everybody, but me as well. I had read that book long, long ago before I, I you know, understood it a little bit, but nowhere near what I understood it when I read it again on the show in the first season. So um, it was it was awesome. I mean, The Power of Now, uh, hands down, is one of the most transformational books on improving your life that I've ever come across. And I feel like it's one of the best ones that you can dive into, um, especially if you're just starting to dip your toes into this kind of subject matter. It's probably the most perfect book because it teaches you how to be in the present moment. And I feel like that's where our life is. I mean, the future is uh, is unwritten and the past is, is gone. You can't change it. And the only moment you can actually change anything about your life is in the current one. And that book, that's its main message. And it just gives you so many pieces of information on 
how to really embrace that power of now. So again, KJ traveling 99. Thank you so much for that review. Um, yeah, and I'm actually going to read, I'm going to read one more. Um, this one's actually a series of messages that I received. It wasn't actually a review. Um, this one's actually a, a young man on Instagram that, um, I don't even know if he wanted me to read this, but I'm going to read it anyway because it was a great uh, message that he sent me um, that really lightened up my day. Let me find it here. Um, but yeah, I'm going to throw him a shout just because um, it was something that was completely random, but totally was a was a great was a great piece of uh, of um, motivation for me. So I, it just happened to be doing this, uh, helping out with an environmental issue at a nearby town and this crew of kids from Northfield Mount Hermon private school located right in the edge of my town, Northfield and uh, next town over Gill. They just happened to be jogging through. I think there were some athletes from like track or soccer, just super fit young men just running through. And um, one of them came across my car. I had the Audi sitting in the parking lot with the LTL plates and the, the graphic on the back that says live this life podcast. And um, I heard the kids stop and say, Hey, we got to check out this podcast, man. When we get home. So later on that day, I get this message from a young man naming himself, uh, calling himself on, I don't know if this is actually his real name on Instagram, but Abram Brownson, um, at least that's what his Instagram handle says. And he wrote, just listen to your podcast. Absolute fire. Just saw you at the elementary school. I had to check it out. Uh, put a bunch of fire emojis on there. And then he sent a couple, another couple messages, super heat and my new Joe Rogan. So um, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, super flattering. Appreciate it. You know, it's cool to hear, especially younger demographic. I mean, I know we get listeners from all over the world of all age groups. Uh, so it's cool to cool and getting feedback from anybody. So yeah, Abram, totally appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, hope to be on the level of Joe Rogan someday. Uh, but you know, the only way we're going to get there is from continue listeners and people sharing the show with family and friends. It helps us get out there in the ears and minds of that many more people. So please keep it up. And to all of those who are in the local area of Gill, Northfield, Burnston, that whole area, the uh, show is featured now on BNC TV on local cable. So uh, checking out the video version is there and available. Every episode is in video and it's also available within a day or two of the audio episode on YouTube and Rumble. And if you're listening on Spotify, there's the option to listen to it um, through video on there as well. You can play right through the Spotify app. Sometimes the phones default into audio only, but you can figure it out if you tinker around enough. So. All right, that's enough of that. One quick message and we'll jump into today's episode. There's a lot of talk about the cost of eating healthy, but it's far less expensive when considering the price of sickness. That's why I've partnered the podcast from the start with one of the highest quality supplement companies on the planet, Organifi. Our food market in the Western world is more bombarded by carcinogens like glyphosate and preservative ingredients that you can't even pronounce all of which have a detrimental effect on literally every part of your health. Being a two-time cancer survivor, I want to stay a survivor, which is why I do everything in my power to ensure that I'm living the healthiest life I can so I can be here for many years to come. That's why I turn to Organifi for all of my supplement needs. I start my day by adding the green juice and complete protein powder to my post-workout shake, and I end my day with the gold chocolate to help my mind and body recover from the demanding life that I live. I'm into my 40s and people ask me all the time, what's your secret recipe? And part of that answer is always Organifi. If you're serious about investing in your health, then adding Organifi to your daily healthy living regimen is a must. Head over to OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com to check out their amazing line of products. If you find something that you want to dive into, use the promo code LiveThisLife, all one word, 
and get 15% off of your purchase. All right, so I was originally going to title this episode Change is Inevitable, but as my vacation progressed, this really old song, one that I don't particularly care for that much, called Life Goes On, followed me to a couple of places. Um, This one right here. I don't particularly like the song, and uh, nevertheless, it came up randomly, and I think that's why it got my attention so much, because I'm like, oh, this song, it just it's just been one of those ones that you hear throughout your life, and you just kind of you know, change the channel as quick as you possibly can. Uh, sorry for anybody who likes that song, but I never really cared for it too much, until now. Like, it definitely has its meaning to me now, um, but it came up in, like, like, two times within a day or two of uh, going through the beginnings of, of what started off as a really rough change that I was facing. Um, namely, I was getting all nostalgic about how much our vacations have changed over the years. And, and the time that we got to spend as a family has definitely changed. And this song popped up just randomly. And then we went to a concert. I think it was, it was like on a, on a, in a store that we went to and then just popped up somewhere else just randomly within a few hours. And then the next day, we went to a live concert, just some low-key thing that was down at the edge of Hyannis Bay in, in Cape Cod at Asselton Park. And the first song the band played was that song. And I like I look at my wife, and she's like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, okay, universe, I'm listening. Like, I, I know I'm a little thick-skulled, and it took three times for me to get this message through. But um, I guess now I need to double down and just focus on message of life goes on. And... Basically, it was uh, the change was nothing major. You know, it's not like one of those big life calamities of losing a person. I know there's way worse things going on in this world than what I'm going to talk about. So I totally recognize that my quote unquote tough time was coming from a very privileged perspective, a very privileged place that I happened to be in in my life. I definitely had my fair share of being through the shit. So if this is the worst thing I got to go through lately, then I'm totally grateful for it being the worst. Nevertheless, it was the thing that was getting my attention the most. Um, but my son, you know, he just turned 16 years old, just um, didn't want to come with us on one of our trips this year. We'd already been there a couple times. And uh, that was a tough one because throughout parenthood of the last 16 years and, and through some of my toughest times, I was able to rely on going out to Cape Cod for a few weeks of summer. And it's been increasing over the years. I mean, we've up to like five weeks at one point in the last few years. And uh, I was able to get that that getaway time with my wife and my son and just have all that awesome time to just spend with each other, just going out to eat and hanging out at the resorts and just going to see live music and shows, go to the beach and the arcade and the mini golf, just everything that the Cape has to offer, just all the the beautiful sights and the sounds and the smells and just all that super fun family time where we don't get that throughout the year. We'll get little dedicated trips, but there's no other time where I get that, just that undivided time with my family. And here I was, I was at that time of the year to get my soul recharged, just what I look forward to all year long. Like, man, we start down the ticker. Sometimes we put an app on the phone. It says you got 23 days left. And this time it wasn't, it wasn't happening, you know, and the first couple trips we had went, it was crappy and rainy. This summer's been awful for weather. And, uh, we ended up, uh, me and my son separately both had stomach bugs on the second trip. So we're hoping like, oh, let's hope the third trip is good. And here we are, we're there and he didn't want to go. He wanted to stay home stay with his grandparents and see his friends and his girlfriend stuff. So um, where was I? Where was I now? I was kind of like left there in the, f- the beginning phases of driving down there. So, you know, it's like a three hour ride. And it was just kind of depressing to not have him there in the back seat. Like I always take corny videos whenever we go to leave and I'm like, hey, got trip number one, number two, number three, whenever we go. And 
um, not knowing what I'm going to do with them someday. But here I was for the first time taking my Cape Cod trip video in the car before we shut the door and start driving. And he wasn't in the car and it was it was kind of a downer. Um, so I was kind of like, what am I, you know, how am I going to make it through the rest of the year? If this is like the one chance I have, this is my last chance this summer to recharge, to do everything. And I like, I totally bank on it. You guys, like that is my time. That is what I do to get my energy back. And it wasn't there. Um, so I mean, in all reality, is it the worst thing to be going through? No. Like I said before, it's, it's just uh, the worst thing of the moment. And it was, it was something that I've been expecting for quite a long time. You know, I knew eventually childhood was going to end and it's a necessary phase. A lot of parents, I've heard a lot of people I very much respect talk about this. Um, and they said it was going to be over in a blink of an eye. So be there and be present. And I've been present through everything. I mean, I've coached his teams. I have given up jobs to not, uh, have it take away from family time and stuff like that. And, um, I'm glad I made all the decisions I did, but all the parents that you know, warned me years ago, don't blink because uh, it goes by before you know it. And he's our only kid. I mean, we did child. My my um, abilities to have children was taken away with the second cancer. So we had one chance to get it right. And I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, I did everything right in his childhood and was able to take him so many places and have those enjoyable experiences that I didn't get to have and break generational curses and everything, all that, all that great stuff you hope to do for your kids when you're very self-aware and you're present in, in parenthood. So yeah, I, uh, I, I'm left there with the most important thing to me, no longer there anymore. The most important thing in my life is just having the three of us together and things are shifting and changing. So here I am. Uh, having to figure out how uh, things are all going to shift and change and and be better. And I still it was kind of having a hot, tough time too. I'm like, man, did I fail as a parent? Like, why is he not wanting to be at this great place and be on vacation? Like, have we spoiled him too much? Like, I I can't understand that one. Uh, you know, why, why wouldn't you want to be in Cape Cod on vacation versus hanging around Franklin County, Massachusetts? But um, you know, either way, it was it was his decision, and um, here we were. You know, and uh, the one one important thing too is that I want to say for the people who out there who don't have the opportunity to go on these vacations and that kind of stuff don't want to make those people feel bad either. There's things that you can always figure out to do that will fill your soul up and still uh, it gives your kids great experiences. So don't don't feel like an inadequacy where I'm sitting here boohooing about this you know very expensive way of enjoying family time. Those times that you can take to spend it with your kids. They don't care what you do or where you go. They don't care what titles you have. They don't care uh, how much money you make. They just care about the time they get to spend with you. So, I mean, even if you're taking them fishing, even if you take them to a lake that costs you $5 to get in and park, they're just going to remember the times you get to spend with them. They don't really remember the money you make. And let's be realistic. I know that going to Cape Cod is, uh, you know, a bit more enjoyable for most uh, people than it would be to stick around where you normally live. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that you can still have those experiences and they'll never forget. I remember some of the simplest things that I did with my dad as a kid in a snowstorm. We went out and started a fire in a, in a, in a blizzard and we started a fire and we cooked a little game hen and he just wanted me to have that experience and sat in the back of the tailgate of his pickup truck. And I remember it to this day. It was a great experience. So those little things matter a lot to your kids. Um, and I feel like men get a lot really out of touch. I'll speak from a man's perspective. I feel like men get really far into that providership 
and they let those family times go to the wayside and they just keep putting them off and putting them off because work is there. Work's always going to be there and you're never going to make enough money. So take that time out. Another public service announcement for you guys. I feel like women, you know, I don't see it happen as much with them, at least in my experience. I feel like they're a little bit more in touch with uh, with men. I don't care how sexist that sounds, but I feel like they're a little more in touch with their kids and men just get lost in in providing. And it, it's uh, a level of missing out on things with their kids and, you know, their, their spouses and, and everything else. So, um you'll never regret it losing certain amounts of money or whatever else you'll you'll never regret making those decisions of spending family time over um spending you know making money to spend although when they when they turn 16 i will say that you sometimes question some of your decisions you know did i did i did i make the right decisions by you know giving up all this stuff for a kid who only needs me for rides and you know did i make all those sacrifices yeah like the sacrifices are always worth it you know the um the times that you spend with them or something you'll never regret. But yeah, here I was, I was at the place where I wanted to make that recharge and I was at the place to do it. And it wasn't happening the way that I had done it in the past. And I guess the flaw in that uh, frame of thinking was that I should have not really had the mindset of I needed to be somewhere to make it through. And I'd been through that in the past. It's not a bad thing to, to, to have like a dedicated time where you're going to have your break and, you know, I'm going to grind up until this point and then I'm going to take a break. Those things I can understand, but I was relying solely on being able to make it, you know, quote unquote, maybe being able to make it through my life if I just got this other thing. And I had done that before and it didn't work out so good, you know, and it just I think that kind of also exposed a little bit of weakness in me, my my evolution that I needed to still get through. You know, the the fact that I am no master, I am still just a very advanced novice at best with this entire thing. And I think that exposed me so much that I still have a lot more growing and evolving to do that. I, I all my eggs in this one place and then when it came it wasn't there so you know you have to just be good with life no matter what and i have to rely on certain vices to get you through and this was a a lesson for me in that um you know i don't care how much you've been through or how many lessons you think you've learned the universe was always going to test you and it's going to make you uh retake the test over and over to make sure it's going to give you a pop quiz and check you to see if you're going to fail or not and it will humble your ass right to your knees whenever it needs to and it sure did for me you know and an important part of that is that when it knocks you to your knees you become more conscious you get back up again and be more of a humble person who's aware of the lesson you were supposed to learn in the process of that all so yeah here we were just the two of us just me and my wife because you know the trio is uh was was not going back there this time and um I have to say to start off the vacation, it was a little bit of a bummer, but it quickly had its shifts and changes because I immersed myself in it. I, I was kicking rocks down the road the whole way and sad about it. But then I'm like, you know what? I need to look at every single thing that could be good and what is enjoyable instead of what's missing and roll with it and enjoy it all and just really appreciate every single good thing that did come up. So the very first night we were there was a Saturday night and we went to this concert. It was called bands for badges. Um, shout out to them. Great organization. It was a concert, a uh, whole concert venue put on the whole afternoon at the, um, Falmouth fairgrounds in Cape Cod for police, fire and EMS personnel who become disabled through either, uh, physical or mental disability, which is near and dear to my heart from somebody who's definitely had his share of things that happen on the job. So um, the crazy part was 
in this crazy synchronicity was in the last few months, uh, the band Creed has been popping back up for me. And I know some people cringe at them, but I absolutely love these guys. I loved them back in the day and I'm starting to love them all over again. Their music has a, a deeper meaning to me now than it ever did. And a lot of people pick on them for being religious and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, Hey, maybe he'll throw, uh, the word God into a, a song every once in a while, but by far is it not like Christian music at all? Uh, very spiritual, very deep. And my wife's just looking at the calendar of things to do. And Creed's actually getting back together next year on a uh, summer 99 cruise is what it's called. And they're the headliners for it. They haven't played together since like 2014 because Scott Stapp, the lead singer, um, went through some rough stuff. He was, he was quite a mess for a while, but the guy has leveled himself out and it was like totally inspirational. And there he is. He was playing the first night we got there at this concert, Bands for Badges. So not only is it a guy that I wanted to see, but the cruise was sold out in a day and my wife finds it and we go and we do this, uh, we do this amazing concert and it, it blew me away. Um, I did a really long video on, on TikTok and I think I posted it on my other socials. So um, check it out. But it was a totally massively uplifting concert. Just never had a concert strike me like that one before. And seeing this guy who the last time I saw him, like we were, everybody kind of thought that he was going to be one of those rockers that just didn't make it. And the guy is uh clean himself up and it was totally inspirational. I love those comeback stories. You know, everybody's hating on somebody and they just come back to, and just surprise everybody with a complete transformation. I know I've done that in a, in a sense myself. So I am, I've so much respect for anybody who can do that in themselves at all. So big shout out to them. An amazing show. Um, Giannis Papandopoulos was the lead guitarist. We actually went and saw him again and actually got to meet Giannis real quick and got a guitar pick from him and stuff. And, uh, Probably one of, if not the best live show I've seen in my life, both times that we went and saw those guys. So, yeah, that's how my my vacation started out. So I feel like the alignment of that entire thing, that entire situation um, snapped me out of my funk. It was a good sort of like shaking. You know, they always say you got to change your state when you're in a certain funk in your life. You you can go and do an ice bath. For me, I boxing always got me out of that change of state because it's hard to focus on depression and uh, anything else bad that's going on when you're trying to avoid getting punched in the face. So that would change my state immediately. So this was like a minor version of that. It changed my state because it got my mind off of whatever it was that I was getting myself into a funk on and allowed me to be present a lot better. So there we were. We started off our first night of the vacation. And from there, we basically just got the honeymoon that we never got. You know, we got married at 24 years old um, and I got sick on our honeymoon. So, you know, it was anything but a honeymoon. And shortly after that, we had our son. I want to say like a year and a half to, within two years, uh, had my son. And then right after he was born, I think it was like a month or something or it was um it might have been right before he was born. Uh, no, it was, it was actually a month before he was born that I went through the first case of cancer. And then it came back again a few years later. And then just life started hitting us with one twos. And we just never got the chance to really just have the time between us. You know, to be honest, it was just never just her and I again after that. And before my my kid was born, we actually went to the Cape Cod together on uh, a couple of trips and, and really enjoyed ourselves. And being able to go back there, just the two of us with no distractions, just just her and I was basically I felt like the bookmark had gotten taken out of the book. Right. Like we had to put the bookmark in after that that last trip before we got married when we were at the Cape. And it was like all these things happened and I was able to take the bookmark out. And there we were. It was like still two young kids who were just very much 
in love and with each other and enjoy each other's company. And there we were, we were right back to that spot. And it was, uh, it was an amazing experience. You know, it was uh, a whole new sense of charging my batteries. Like I won't have those little kid family times again, maybe not until I'm a grandparent way down the road from now. Uh, but I'm able to have those recharge that recharge of my batteries in that place, which is great because I love it there. And we're likely going to move there in a short few years, but I was able to have that experience in a whole new way and light my batteries up in a, in a whole new way. So, um, yeah, it, it was wild. It was wild because I've had years kind of like the way this year started off when I went on vacation, I've had years like that, like this transition year in 2017, when I went down there and I was leaving law enforcement or at least trying to, um, it was a really rough year. It was like that discordant thing that we always talk about in cymatics where you go from this one pattern and they shift the octave up and everything goes crazy and it snaps into a more ornate pattern as your octaves level up. And I feel like life is sort of representative of that. And 2017, I feel like it was that process. Like my life was leveling up and I went through this chaos and I was just full of anxiety going into 2017. And I was just like, man, just, just get me to the Cape and I'll be fine. And once I get down there, I can get this reprieve and I can get my meditation time on the beach and I can do all this stuff that helps level me out. And then once we got down there on one of our trips, it took me two or three days just to chill and not have my heart racing. And then I was wound up about missing two or three days of the trip. And then I was wound up at the fact that we were going home in three days. It was like, there was no reprieve because I was not in the moment at all. While I was there, I was looking backward, mad that I missed three days already from being anxious and that we were looking at the future because I was already looking at the day we were leaving and it's still three days out. And it just made no sense to me. And I made that vacation worse by my actions and my thoughts. So you know, mixed in with things of taking calls while I was on vacation and stuff like that too. That self-righteous thing where I got to keep the ball rolling. And, uh, you know, I've seen guys in, uh, do this all the time. They step out of restaurants while we're down there and they're having these intense phone calls outside. It's like, man, I, I don't know how much that shit can wait, but I'll tell you right now, whatever it is in my life, that shit can wait. If something's burning down, call a fire department. I'll get the dustpan and help you guys clean up when I get home. It's like, that's, that's where it is. Um, I'm lucky enough to have that perspective. I know it's not that way for everybody, but so here I was, I'm on vacation and, you know, I, I was able to settle down a little bit and appreciate things just a little bit more and have my, my mornings, you know, just after dawn and, and I'm on the beach with my coffee and just, uh, sitting in the waves and just able to journal stuff and time to think. And I can just get these moments of clarity and breakthroughs when I'm there. And in the past, I, like I said, I've been so worked up, but that wasn't even good enough. And this time I managed to uh, get a few breakthroughs rather than breakdowns. And, you know, one of the ones I got this year, the one of those first nights or one of those first mornings after the first night we were there um, was let it all fall away so it can all fall into place. I remember and I journaled that one right down. I'm like, man, that's just that was such a powerful, powerful download to get. So there I was. I, that's That was actually the day I made the decision to just not do anything else and not move the ball forward downfield for anything that I had going on and just step back and, and be present with it all. And the, you know, the primary thing that I was all wound up about my son getting older and us losing that part of our lives, it was something that I had no control over. And that was one of the main things that I had to was just lose the things. Don't try to change things. You don't have control over let surrender to it. Let the process happen. So I surrendered to it and I was able to clear the way 
for something else that was amazingly gratifying and valuable in my life. And it was a whole new thing that sort of took the place of this other thing that I had. And, uh, you know, a lot of parents, I know they go through similar things like that, but, um, the, the main thing was that it was something that I could not help but change and it had to change in my life. And when it did, I acknowledged it and, you know, not giving it the attention that it needed would have just prolonged it even further. If I would have drove around and tried to reminisce about all the good times that we had, that was just going to make it more of a painful process. That's peeling the bandaid off so slow. And I know a lot of people do that they're, when they're going through a grieving process, when they've lost a valuable person or, you know, they lose a job they love, whatever it is, they'll just reminisce forever. I've done it too. And it just, you know, it's part of the process you have to go through. But I just know that the quicker you stop living backwards and you live forwards, as soon as you're, if you're fortunate enough to actually make it to that point and you can get to a level of, of grieving acceptance and everything at the loss of anything, um, it helps, it helps, but everybody's process is, is different. So don't be self-conscious about how long it takes for you. Um, but yeah, when you're, when you're there in life and you're, you're holding the bag of life and it's now empty, you know, you got to try and see what else is there. And what I found out is that there's just always so much potential out there for you. The world is abundant of whatever you can dream of. And there's a whole bunch of things that I still have left to enjoy in my life to put back in that bag. So I'm losing this big, you know, I got this big, huge thing that was taken out of my bag, but there's so many other things that I have the chance to fill them up in. And that's what I have to look for is the chance to fill that bag back up. And that was the route that I chose to take. It was what I used to alchemize what was going on in the situation. And I chose joy and I chose to enjoy myself. And I chose to take my wife out to some bars that we weren't able to go to in all those years, places that we looked at and said, Hey, someday we're going to go. Well, that someday was this year and it was fantastic. Um, we were able to stay out late. We were able to just focus on each other and I was able to focus on her. And I have to say it was, um, it was a very rewarding experience. It was something that we just haven't been able to experience in a really long time. So, um, yeah, the seasons of change just, they come upon us, you know, it's a cycle that we have to get used to and be ready for it. Uh, you know, up here in new England, we're ready for all those seasons of change. You know, the summers are hot and humid and nasty. And when the falls come, it's gorgeous. The leaves change and it's beautiful. And then our winters are here and they're nasty and they seem to last forever. But, you know, there's always something to enjoy in, in every one of those seasons that we have in our life. So, you know, instead of when winter comes and sitting there bitching about how awful it is, um, you can look for things to enjoy. And even in those roughest moments in our lives, we can look at what we're missing or we can look at what is now there as a potential for us to still continue to enjoy in our life. And I found out through my experiences that living backwards isn't where life is. You know, it's, it's not in the past. And I think most of us, I think most of us at a certain, any place in our life, actually, I think in, a, in the present moment, we would love to go back to a place in our life and drop everything we've got going on for us right now and go back there. We could probably say there is a point in the past that was much better than really anything we're living through now. Um, but that's not possible. And to think about that too much is almost a level of, uh, it's unhealthy to a certain level. But for most of us, that place in our lives, it, it passed. It was a whole different way of life. So to try to move backwards and relive those things, they never seem to measure up. It's never quite the way that it was. And if we get nostalgic and we try and 
circumvent the change process and try and live backwards, it almost leaves a bitter taste in our mouth because it's never as good as the original times we're trying to relive. So from my perspective, that's uh, that's where I've ended up when I've tried to live backwards a little bit. And this time I was choosing not to, you know, as hard as we wish we could go back, you know, we can try and leave, relive those times with uh, new people. You know, if we say you had a relationship and you go to the same places you went in a previous relationship, it's it's. I can't imagine that's a, a healthy circumstance. You know, um, you can try and walk the walk and go through the motions, but ultimately it's never going to be the same. And, you know, it's time to move on on certain situations. And the thing I discovered about life is that that huge buffet table is just waiting for us. And if you clear your plate, uh, you, you know, you can't take on more until you do clear your plate. And uh, once you do, you're able to go back up to that buffet table of life and keep filling it up with things that are going to be amazing and memorable in their own right. So, um, you know, from from my perspective, we, to a certain extent, dishonor what's left of our lives by not taking the opportunity to clear our plate sometimes and make room for what else could be out there for us. And that that I think prevents us from enjoying a lot about our lives and you know if we can sit there and think about what it is we can move on and experience new stuff it just becomes a more gratifying version of life and you can sometimes um let your life stagnate a little bit i think and try and swim against the current of change and tire yourself out uh and not clear out that plate but you can also ride with the current and use that momentum to steer you to a place that you never expected to end up to. But if you don't clear that plate, you're never going to have that opportunity. I'm using two different metaphors in the same sort of concept here. Uh, I'm a little rusty on the mic and a little bit overtired too. It's things have, things have jumped right back into the busy seasons uh, just soon as soon as coming home from vacation. But either way, you guys get the message I'm trying to share. Um, you know, and the last thing I'll leave you with is that this trip um, totally was not planned in any way when at least I was heading into it that it was going to rekindle a fire that had you know not gone out but definitely died down over the years of of life and the last minute curveball um of us being minus one was the best thing I think that was that could have possibly happened at that time so you know knowing that I, I basically could either not enjoy myself at all or um have the opportunity to figure out what else I was going to enjoy. Um, I'm glad I took the other route because what was there uh, was an amazing experience. And if you're like me, you be, you, you, you are resistant to change. Um, I am totally resistant to change. I am someone who doesn't like change. I love stability. I love predictability. Um, but on the other side, the, you got to sort of start to learn to embrace change and sort of, I guess, anticipate and enjoy the instability at certain times too because what comes out on the other side could be good and like with the situation i didn't want things to change and i think if i could even turn back time to go back to the beginning of the vacation it would have been hard to predict how great i was going to feel once i got back but this is a great example for me to always trust the process of life and usually what can come out of certain situations is going to be a better version of whatever life was beforehand so you never know. Um, life, life is just, it unfolds in ways that we can never plan. Our best laid plans are no match for what's meant to happen for us in the river of life. Um, life is always going to just be life, whether it's good or bad. And your job is to just keep on living it no matter what. And, you know, preparing for those seasons of change, you know, knowing that it's one of those times where you need to 
participate in that change to sort of help the entire process rather than avoiding it is the best way that you can prepare yourself for all of it. Participation. Um, yeah. And on that note, I'm going to leave you. Well, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to play a little inspiring clip from my man, Steve Harvey. He always has some inspiring stuff to say um, and shares areas of growth with people. And, it, you know, basically tells people in these little bits before he goes on uh, with the shows that he has, uh, does these inspiring things. And this is this is one of them. And in this clip, he talks about how we can participate and acknowledge the change in our lives. And he talks about how viewing changes in life and actively participating in them helps out the entire process. Prepare for what's coming. Here's the deal. Change is inevitable. So here's what's gonna happen. No matter what's going on in your life is not permanent. Everything is going to change. So there's two things you can do with change. You can react to it or you can participate in it. It's gonna change anyway. So if you keep waiting around, you're gonna have to react to the change. And now you, you're behind. But if you participate in the change, if you know the job you have is not going to last forever. I'm just telling you. Your best laid plans has changed. So what you got to start doing is you got to start anticipating that it's going to change and just start living your life with the preparation for change. No matter what you're doing, you could be doing more. Remember that. It's 24 hours in a day. You got to use as many of those hours to prepare stability for yourself as you, you can. You can react to it or you can participate in it. You have to start anticipating that it's going to change and be ready to immerse yourself in it when it does and not give resistance to it. It's amazing words, Steve. Um, hope to meet that guy someday. He's an absolutely inspiring dude. Um, and I guess one last concept that I'll leave you with as well, and it's something to ponder on this entire subject. And I did not come up with this at all. Um, I've heard it in many different ways, but something to the effect of we don't listen to a song just to hear the ending. And, you know, we don't dance the dance just to get to the end of the dance. We have those experiences to have those experiences. So we need to just dance the dance. And when it's over, be grateful that you had the dance at all and wait for the next one. There's no sense in trying to rush through the dance just to get to the end. And it's the same thing about life. Uh, there's no sense in being sad about when the dance is over as well. So be grateful for the chance to have had the dance at all. And I'm grateful for the chance to have the time that I've had in parenthood and everything um, because it was fantastic. And it's not over. It's just It is in the sense of what I used to know it to be. Um, and I have to say that throughout the the last 22 years and you know the future that I have in front of me that I've had the greatest dance partner anybody could ask for, um, you know, 22 years in and all it took was a little getaway together to remind me that I had an amazing dance partner. We took our first vacation there together. It was just the two of us. And I'm glad to know that now that the bookmark is out and we we're able to do those things again, it's just as amazing, if not better than it was before. And having uh, my soulmate there to do it with is just an amazing feeling to have. So. Yeah, there's my cheesy segue into the song that I'm going to leave you guys with. This one is called Soulmate by Jay Malik. And if you're an expert on inspiration, have amazing revelations about our reality, or have a story to tell about how you manifested your best life, we want to hear from you. You can reach us at connect at livethislife.org. Or you can schedule a time to talk to me about an episode concept through the show's Calendly page at calendly.com forward slash live this life. 
And currently for the fall of 2023, I have some openings for those looking to have one-on-one calls with me. Head to livethislife.org to the one-on-one consulting page for more information. And be sure to follow along with us on all the socials and give this video a like, a comment, review, and please feel free to forward the show to those who you think would resonate with its message. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.